0: Welcome to Seat Time, tagging bridges with doo-doo graffiti. Hey, what's going on everybody? Welcome to Seat Time, and this is episode 9. From what I understand, my parents still call me Brian, last name's Pierce.
1: And I'm Jason Schmidt. Yeah. Thank you for joining us yet again. Uh, we're going to start out our talk from last weekend with some of the racing folk. Racing folk. Uh, National can't. Heron Hound went on out in El Centro, the much-discussed location. <laughs> the location center
0: part of... California? yes
1: uh brian here will point out to me this during the week uh on facebook by linking me to a map <laughs> that el centro while it sounds like it should mean the center is not in the center of california it's towards the south they're very tricky in that way be careful there may be traps I would, I would think so. That uh, just
0: goes to show, don't believe anything we say or may not say.
1: Yeah. Don't trust us for your mapping needs, but I still stand by the fact that El Camino is Spanish for the Camino. Oh, no. I totally agree with that. Oh, yeah. It's got to yeah, be. It, definitely. Yeah. My Spanish is awesome. So I don't even um, know Spanish, but I believe you. Yeah. See? See? Buy-in. That's what it's about. Uh, back to the and the Hound, first place went to my man crush, Kurt Caselli. Sexy. Yeah, David Pearson came in second, Destry Abbott in third, and Jason Albright, we're going with that pronunciation of it, because we don't know, in fourth.
0: It should have been like, Jason, we're gonna go with this pronunciation, Albright.
1: I can't think that far ahead. Okay,
0: I wouldn't want to try, actually, hmm. because of the fact that it was the latter that I actually thought of it, honestly. So, oh, yeah. That's so, Okay. It. Way to go, Jason Albright, finishing up fourth. You're awesome. But way to go, Kirk Caselli, for letting people borrow your Baja pre-runner bike. And uh, actually, it was one of his sponsors, so they technically own the bike, at least part of it, probably the majority of it. So if they want to go joyride on the mother on the, almost happened. Um thing, why not? You know, let's go for it. So here's the deal. Big sponsor, takes out the pre-runner bike. What does he do? Gets pulled over by the cops on a dirt road. What happens? He gets the ticket. What does he not have? The bike's not registered. So when the bike's not registered, what do they do? They impound it. So Kurt Caselli's number one Baja pre-runner bike gets impounded by the sheriff and the BLM. I don't know. That just makes me want to think of bow movements for some reason. Of, you know, of El Centro, California. So that's just awkward and... I mean, We're going
1: to go with Bureau of Land Management Representative instead of bowel movement. Yeah, I mean... That's what makes me feces, think of it. That's not I, what I I, I know. I, know. I didn't think that it was like a giant ball of feces chasing him down the road trying to take the bike away. Even though, it Even though that would have been an awesome visual. That would have been a better story. <laughs> yeah. If, if that footage pops up on Facebook, I'm totally going to link what up. What about there. YouTube?
0: Yeah, that one too. All right. Come here. I want to out your social networks, Meow. One of the things that happened a little bit more local to us here in Texas was uh, the opening series, uh, the opening round of the 2011 TCCRA series, where, when in the pro race and the overall, Caleb Ramsey came away with first, Cameron Ishmael, our favorite little awesome dude from Toro, came away with second, and JD came in with third. Uh, Sounds like Austin Henderson was actually putting a really good uh, fight up, but he actually had some bike problems, and so he did not finish so well. Fourth place went to Chris Story, and that is a story that I really enjoy. Chris Story, Story. Oh, look at you. Nice. What's your tie-in? Oh, oh, gosh. Oh. Chris Story. That is a story that I really like to talk about because of the fact that he's about 17 years old, still finishing up high school, and he's the son of Brian Story. So it's kind of like he. this is his first pro race. So first pro race, comes out, gets fourth place. Not only does he get fourth place behind a bunch of guys that have been doing this a lot longer than him, he <coughs> beats his father who his father has definitely been doing this a lot longer than him. Not because I'm calling his father old, just because his father's older than
1: his son. Yeah, and it's one of those things that beating Brian is an accomplishment because I don't care if that's his dad or not. Dude is quick. Dude Dude. is definitely fast. So that is definitely a feather in your cap. And I'm sure that there's been comments around the household.
0: I can only imagine. But seriously, congrats to everybody that podiumed and as well to Chris Story because I know... First pro race, you walk away with money, you're going to be a happy little kid. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, So good job, guys.
1: Seriously. We've been talking about it for weeks, trying to get people to go ahead and pre-register because it was happening close to the Dallas area, so all our local folks, we wanted y'all to get involved. The Off-Road Cup happened this last weekend out in Louisiana. Uh, There's not a full race report out yet, but it's going to be coming up soon. They said that the day started out with some rain, but towards the afternoon, things cleared up. Conditions were really good. Uh, there was a good battle between the folks from the LACC side and from the Moore side and lots of lead swapping going back and forth. By the end of the nine hours of racing, there was only two minutes of separation between the times, and that's just amazing. Yeah, that's pretty with nice. that amount.
0: Yeah. I mean, like. You know, I'm pissed off when somebody beats me by ten seconds at like a cross country race and it's a mm-hmm. two hour race. Yeah. So to think that it's like nine like to take that, you know, in, you know, nine hours and two minutes, that's still pretty dang
1: close. Like Yeah, it's that's really close when you consider just the total elapsed time that went into the yeah, racing. That's, absolutely. that's nuts. But, but, but sorry. No, you're good. Um just keep in mind, it's not going to be. They're trying to farm this out and move it around, so it's not going to be in Louisiana again next year. They're looking at different locations, and I think you know more about yeah, that.
0: Yeah, no, it's just that Lucas was saying that he he really had a lot of fun this year. Everything went really, really well, almost the way he expected everything. But he definitely wants to make this more of a national event. You know, to bring in more of the national circuits involved with this event. So he's he's not looking to keep this in Louisiana. So you know, people that are going to be trying to come around from different parts of the states. Know that this is going to be moving around, and he wants to find different locations to make it easier for for everyone to kind of get to, make 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 it more centralized, or just make it you know more interesting terrain. So it's going to move around. So definitely look forward on your schedule for two thousand twelve because it's going to be you know not only was it great this year from what we heard, but we know it's going to get better. So just look forward on your schedule.
1: Well, our weekend didn't consist of any racing. Uh, none of the series that you're except doing except
0: to the bottom of the beer.
1: Yeah, and I'm my racing this year is very theoretical. As the stormtrooper of death is still in a thousand and one pieces. It is an uh, eBay
0: auction at this point. actually. Yeah,
1: you walk in there and it looks like an it looks like a shop manual. It's the exploded view, basically. <laughs> of my bike is what you see. it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, 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 it's not pretty, it's not pretty. Pretty spot on. Yeah, it's one of those. All the king's horses and all the king's men may actually get it. Together, sometime hopefully put in my, my lifetime. Life back
0: together, so we can get it back.
1: Together. Oh yeah, exactly, definitely. We can wonder twin activate Bam. and knock them out. Um, this weekend, uh, Friday night, we had the uh, oh we, the connect party. Yeah, we yeah. we coupled we up with the connect party. Uh, Brian and his wife, and me and my girlfriend, over playing connect and getting our our dance, dance off Central on. on. <laughs> I mean, you can't. You can't hang with me. You challenge me to a dance off. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Yeah, I
0: you thought just... you did a great job bringing the technique.
1: Don't sweat the technique. Don't sweat the technique. I had to go old school. Bust out some Eric B and Rakim. It's how I do. You did it well. You yeah. did it well. Oh, yeah. There's no arguing with the fact that people. I was a sideline. I was bringing to the table. Oh, it was, a do- yeah. it was a good
0: table to bring it to too.
1: Oh well, no, yeah, Brian was. Throwing out the injury card. Hey, man. Get his loser's limp on. And when they tell me there's that, a
0: tear in your MCL, I'm like, oh, okay, I'm going to actually take this shit serious for once. <laughs>
1: no, no okay. it's good that he takes it serious because we will be snowboarding very shortly in Colorado. <laughs> oh, the doctor so, gave me a brace, so we'll see. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> No, you're snowboarding. Okay. I'll anyway. push you down the hill. Do um, I have a sled? No. Uh, Saturday nope. night? <laughs> yeah, no. No uh saturday night we attended the van matrimony uh, yes. good friends of ours uh jeff and angie well now it's jeff and angie van mater we're married and so we attended their reception and then had a little after party we had a reception of the reception yes had a little after party at vickery park after in
0: plano yeah i'd just like to say thanks to kiwi and dana for making it to our vickery park yeah, very because... Very it,
1: humble of y'all. It They normally don't travel north of 635. I think <laughs> they're afraid that there's some sort of monster that lives underneath the bridges where if you travel out, it just randomly jumps out and grabs cars and eats the inhabitants. It's not the case. There are no monsters. You can travel north. It's okay. I think we're getting better bars.
0: Yeah. And that is keeping the monsters
1: away. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I definitely re- enjoy it. There really isn't a monster? No, it's okay. We can travel across it. That is amazing. I might head south sometime. Yeah, it's awesome. I, right. I mix it in from time to time, and I've been safe up to this point. Yeah. Ish. Yeah. Use the force. Yeah. Use the force. Well, all right. We're not <laughs> getting into those parts of the conversation. <laughs> no, but that was pretty much our weekends. Not too much outside of that. Other than oh, I did landscaping. I think, yeah, I was going to say nothing exciting. Yeah, right? definitely nothing exciting. You did landscaping, and shape. I did I did contractor time work, doing a lot of painting for some folks and. Yeah. Not exciting yeah. stuff.
0: None of us made money, or at least money that we'd <clears> like to talk about, so.
1: No, but folks making money and making a lot of it were the super pros playing at Daytona. Yeah. The super pros. was a
0: chick that going on boobie issues, like, burp, burp.
1: Well, I'm, I'm sure there was a lot of putting it on the glass and other mm-hmm. things along those lines in Daytona, because let's face it, folks, there is some full-scale grade-A debauchery that goes along with that, but speaking
0: of debauchery, I gotta get this off of my chest, actually I have to get it off of my head backside5.com some of our buddies uh, have started a little kind of a wakescape uh, clothing company, Backside 5, they're outside of Houston, Texas, they got a bunch of clothes on their site backside5.com and uh, go check it out man, this is one of their hats, right yonder, so if you're into the flat bill, you're into the awesome, this is what you want to check out, seriously, have fun with it Daytona, what's up
1: Uh, Daytona, uh, let's start with the coverage. I was honestly very disappointed in it. Um, the full length coverage on speed that they've been rolling out the two and a half hours, but no lights, heat action, uh, no LCQ coverage, uh, actually in the coverage. It was, it was kind of shocking to me and it didn't seem like they had an inordinate amount of filler. Granted, I was... Fast forwarding through a good bit of it because of that, I'm like, all right, um, not, well, a race, not, not a race, not, not a race, not people racing, not people racing. But it, I was honestly a little bit disappointed. We have a couple ideas on why, but it was one of those things that if they're going to have that time slot allotted, the whole reason that I want to sit through two and a half hours, well, sit through when I just admitted that I fast forward through a lot of it. But uh, and a half. get through the get all get all that time frame, all that coverage is to see all the racing you can. That's the whole reason I was excited about this entire month being nothing but live coverage. Moto
0: madness. Yeah,
1: moto madness for your moto boner. Yeah, it, it did not equate.
0: Yeah, I think I we were we've had quite a few discussions about this, and uh, I think a lot of it comes down to the fact that this was not a meld. Uh, f, uh excuse me, meld. This was not a. It was fel- not a mind melt. Not a mind melt. This was yeah. not a Feld Motorsports run event, yeah. and they have been running all the uh, motor uh, the Monster Energy Supercross events up till now, and so this was put on by the Daytona International Motor Speedway, you know, balloon umbrella conglomerate, and so I really think that there's either just some disjointed feelings or just kind of the way that. You know they they do things different than what we're used to, and Mm -hmm. maybe they as well just don't know what to what to put forward in front of us because of the fact that they haven't paid attention to what we're kind of used to. Uh, They were maybe just trying to you know put up highlights when we didn't you know we get highlights for an hour on speed if they don't do it live so right. And
1: another thing, when you were talking about the way of putting forth the information, or the excuse me strangely beer makes that happen you need more beer no um the format behind it it seemed even like the information in the telecast wasn't there as far as giving a lot of info about placing in the heats or the lights heats or even in the lcq when they had the 450 lcq they just talked about the first person that transferred it was really it was really the first time this year i had been very disappointed in the telecast i mean not that shaheen and all of the above i mean Carmichael and. Emig? Emig, thank you. I was about to name another racer from the 90s and I knew I was about to be. Ezra Lusk! Ezra! No. No, no. no <laughs> wrong guy. No, but it's not like their delivery was anywhere. It wasn't up to par or, or anything like that. Or anything. Yeah, but it was, it was just... just the actual information that came across was a little lacking. The course was awesome. It was ultra tech and there were a couple, there was no hit... One day, wonder where you were, but there the course itself was great. It was a Carmichael designed course, and you could tell he kind of had. It was a supercross race that had almost an outdoor feel.
0: Oh no, absolutely! I totally agree with (laughs) that. I mean, you could see uh, all the sand and everything. It was just like the way the way the track deteriorated throughout the Mm -hmm. night. Oh man, you're if it was just totally just like a little midget, little midget outdoor cross with the you know more just kind of 180 degree turns opposed to mm-hmm. the more open sweeping motocross turns you typically see like for outdoors it was it was, cool,
1: track. It was cool there were some definite um, you were talking before about how you dug the moguls I love yes. how the berms themselves looked like they were just super soft and you could see those ultra ruts being torn yeah. through them Clover. yeah yeah um, definitely a different format to or a different layout to some of the jumps on the track as well just some different things incorporated that you don't usually see in the supercross side seeing more of the outdoor really cool and you could see how those berms they were just deteriorating and just you it looks like you could just stick a yardstick into them they were that soft and loamy so it it made for an interesting aspect to the yeah, night I think so. it was awesome cuz it was a huge yeah it was definitely like another uh level of challenge to it as it faded away throughout the night um but we'll go ahead and get into the lights coverage there like i said there's not a whole lot to get through on the 250 side because there wasn't a whole lot of information that came through on it uh, we'll just jump through to the main uh baggett had the whole shot and barsha and sipes were right there with him um Wilson was having a rough night. He's one of those names that you're expecting to be right up there, but he just wasn't, things just weren't going his way, and we all know that that's the way it goes sometimes, but... Yeah,
0: it looked like he got a really bad start. I mean, he picked, mm-hmm. that, he picked the middle the middle in the, in the starting gate, and so, I mean, with that kind of a start, he just didn't jump everybody, and he didn't jump everybody. He got caught right within everybody in that left-hand turn, and that just kind of compounded as he tried to work his way through everybody in a couple mm-hmm. wrecks, and it just... And it just turns into a bad night from there. So. Yeah,
1: a couple of wrecks. But one of those things that if somebody is one of the top competitors, you expect them to be able to work the pack right. pretty well yep. to get up. I yeah. mean, not saying that they're going to jump into the top three, but they're going to get up there pretty well. Yeah, and it was one of those
0: things where you could tell he was definitely working the pack and definitely working his way up. But every, you know, it was kind of like he did it, boom, and he fell again.
1: Yeah. He did it, and he fell again. It so, seemed like frustration started yeah. to be a factor. Yeah. So. No, but the whole race, I not to make it sound like it was boring, but it pretty much ran close to Hoyle throughout. Baggett in first, Barsha in second, and Um uh, Malcolm Stewart was the X Factor, but unfortunately he rolled out the way he had to date, where he looked fast, he came on strong, and he crashed. Yeah. And hopefully he'll be able to... Develop, is consistently inconsistent. Yeah, hopefully he will develop a positive consistency and be able to keep the bike upright and really start to be a player in this. I think I, he can, we still have just
0: got to figure it out. It's just...
1: Yeah, we still have a ways more to go on the east side of the light, so hopefully he can put something together and actually show some of this talent that he's had all these flashes of and actually bring that to the table and finish. I think it will happen. Yeah, I'm hoping so as well. Um, let's see here. Whoops. Well, at that point, moving on to the 450s, uh, Heat One looked to be like it was going to be an awesome Dungy and Villapoto battle until Dungy's bike just pretty much <laughs> yeah. died triple hard from death, and it uh, he cracked the case. Uh, don't really know the details behind it, other, wi- other yeah, than it. I don't think they let those out. Yeah, it's not something they really want to <laughs> advertise. Like, come buy a Suzuki. Our change snap off and the cases break. I mean, it's. <laughs> It's always he's, a good
0: time for everybody riding them. Yeah,
1: no, I mean, just awesome bikes, but he's had some technical issues this year, so it's one of those things felt bad for him. But he obviously came up through the LCQ, which I think they would have yeah. just pretty much yeah. beat him to death if yeah, he if didn't he hadn't have made that. win the LCQ. Um, portions of the race were straight-up Honda commercial between the way that...
0: Wyndham and Kenard and the way yeah, they were showcasing everybody. Yeah, uh,
1: that and the way that... Track was decorated with uh Honda tough blocks Honda the whole, whole way through. Um, and not to try to beat a guy while he's down, but a he's kind of false start there at the beginning, oh my god, he jumped about a day and a half early on that day, <laughs> he buried that front wheel in there, and it was so I felt for him. And it's one of those where I'm smiling and giggling about it now. But he had that bike, and he was trying to rip that front wheel out of those bars on that gate, and it seemed like he made, like, five attempts to pop it back out before the gate actually even dropped. Yeah. It was like, oh, wow. Hey there, killer. Might want to count a couple extra numbers on that start next time.
0: Yeah, he was a little off for sure.
1: No, but um, the Heat 1 wrapped up with Villapoto in first, Windham in second, and Kennard in third. Uh, went on to heat two the whole shot was kind of a toss up there with Roxon and Stewart and uh, Stewart was going along pretty strong but dropped the bike and dropped back to 7th place which put him right in front of Reed who had had a bad start and was in an 8th at that point um, the first part of the heat Stewart just looked horrible looked disconnected was seemed unfocused I don't know what it was but then he found his rhythm and he was off Ripped up from seventh. Ended up winning the I Heat. Missed. Yeah. Millsaps in second. Roxman in third. And Reed ended up pulling up through the pack as well, though, to get to fourth. Didn't quite pull up as far as Stewart. But he uh, he did a good job working up as well. Um, definitely a, the more entertaining of the two, Heats. Well, outside of Benji's bike dying. Um, the, dying of death. Yeah. Triple hard. Uh, the main... The main, uh, Stewart got the whole shot by a mile. Left uh, the Ginger Ninja even had a good start, and he was dropped by. Yeah, him.
0: he was still like three or four bike lengths behind him.
1: Yeah, and Stewart just looked like he was off to the races and gone. Um, uh, pretty early on, Kennard and Tedesco kind of had their little tie up, and uh, wasn't a very good night for Kennard. It seemed like everybody was dropping it in front of him, or just things weren't going his way. Just those days yeah. where combination of maybe he was having an off night and everyone very in a very close proximity was having an off (laughs) night and deciding to kind of stick this stick the wrench in his folks and uh didn't work out well but they canard dropped it after the collision then stewart well he looked like he was gone and just in another time zone from everybody else then he had that horrific nose case yeah, that was one of those Ooh. things where
0: you could see he came out of that turn and he just kind of—I mean, oh, he was like wheeling yeah, yeah, up and that. It's bit. like Ooh. he just kind of barely wheelied up of it. I don't think he realized that his wheel had gotten off the ground because he kind of threw his weight forward, and it was right when he threw his weight forward the bike just went. Whoop.
1: Yeah, it and was he ultimate just, donkey oh. punch moment <laughs> or yeah. donkey kick. Wait, donkey punch is completely <laughs> different. <laughs> don't go to Urban Dictionary, kids. <laughs> don't go to Urban Dictionary.
0: As you told him, you know what's gonna happen, right? Well, that made it on the notes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. but yeah, no, that was that was just one of those things where I mean it was just a simple mistake. A lot of people were thinking that he was overriding and it was four laps into a very, very well ridden main. Very smart ridden main. And he simply made a mistake. And unfortunately and it was a very big mistake that beat him in the ass.
1: I mean, and you think about it, whether it's a 252 stroke or whether you ride a 454 stroke that moment of your front wheel just skimming right off the ground it happens a lot when you have that type of power that you're putting down and i
0: that's all there was to
1: it well not at the moment My wheels don't skim off the ground. My wheels aren't even on the bike at this point. so <laughs> They no. look good next to it, though. Oh, yeah, they look awesome. And it was also uh, Stuart's Wreck, while I felt really bad for him, it was an, an incredible ad for Yamaha because even with him off the bike, that thing, that 450 nearly cleared that entire table on its wheels almost perfectly. It was, it was pretty awesome. It was impressive. I'm His not going to lie.
0: Astics routine that was pretty. Yeah, his front flip two. dismount.
1: Yeah, oh, God. He just got He got really lucky that with his little cartwheeling routine that that bike didn't whip right up on top of him. Otherwise, I think we'd have a very different turnout to this race. Yes, it'd be as more far than just a broken wrist. Yeah, exactly. Um, once again, it's another week of Villapoto just taking advantage of yeah, the carnage the in front of him. Yeah, Billapoto was riding a good, strong, clean race, and it paid out for him. Again, um, he just kind of took the lead, didn't look back. Reed and Dungy had had bad starts. They worked up through the pack. Uh, Canard, again, like I said, rough night, kind of got tied up with Metcalf, and the two of them balled up, and that was one of those that could have gone a whole lot worse physically than yes. it did it looked ugly
0: yes no, that definitely because everybody was freaking hitting those ruts you know and just kind of cross rut and then they were just burr,
1: burr, and just mm-hmm. all over the
0: place i mean even dungy had a moment where he like got got all kinds of crazy and just barely caught it and you know he went off track but he was able to you know jeep back on really quick
1: so yeah
0: i mean some of those cross ruts were getting pretty interesting
1: oh yeah definitely um <laughs> sorry Stuart <coughs> no uh what, what is this what's going on in your head right now <laughs> <laughs> nothing nothing that I'm going to share uh Stuart though one of the things that was awesome was he put his head down even though he looked rough when he was getting back on the bike he looked like he after that wreck we mentioned earlier he looked like he was about <laughs> to drop to the ground yes but he got on he the was bike about to just pass out <laughs> yeah put his head down and just charged from dead last and 20th back to ninth. yeah I mean, that's 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 impressive. I'm not I mean, talking it,
0: like 20th, like, you know, oh, uh, you know, he was like right behind 19th. He was 20th, no, like, he, he was, almost was getting
1: lapped, like, just yeah. getting back on the damn bike. Like Yeah, it was one of the, it was impressive the way that he just put his head down, charged through, and had the focus after all that to try to salvage as many points as he could. That's
0: what it came down to. And to, to make absolutely.
1: it, make that strong of a push, it was, it was amazing. It was badass, just a testament to what an incredible rider he is. Um, the race ended up, Villapoto in first, Reed pulled second, and Dungy in third. Uh, the other notables, we already mentioned that, uh, Stewart pulled all the way up to ninth. Roxon ended up in eighth, and this will be his last race before he flies back overseas again. Yeah. Uh, World GPs, baby. Yeah, won't see him for a bit, but he's supposed to be back for some of the later races. Yeah, I think,
0: I think he's gonna, I think. They weren't planning on having him come back for the rest of the lights races, but I think he's done a little bit better yeah, than yeah. expected, and they kind of want to keep pushing
1: it, so he's going to come back for some of the more uh, the
0: West the West lights races.
1: Yeah, the other big name, like I said, Canard didn't do so hot this weekend. Got love for you, Oki, but uh, he ended up finishing up 13th. Uh, the overall results right now: Villapoto's in a strong first. He's over Stewart, who's down 23 points. But this weekend's results, too, also advanced Reed. Sitting in third, only down 24 points, so only a point is separating Stewart and Reed in second and third. Uh, Dungy's in fourth, down 31 points, still pretty close for him. And Kennard this weekend didn't exactly help him. He's down 42. But uh, definitely still, the top five names are still within striking distance with this many races left to go.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, the thing is, it's like, Villapoto has been riding uh, the Ginger Ninja, excuse yeah. me. The Ginger yeah. Ninja has been riding extremely consistent. And I don't want to make this sound like I'm going to take anything away from the guy because I know that he is riding awesome. He's riding very, very strong. But if Stuart could, you know, not have either an accident or he could ride a little bit more consistent, it would just be interesting to see how it all played out when they're continuously like battling each other. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, everybody's got their wins, you know, and they've earned those. They, those are their wins. So it'll just be it'll be interesting to see where this goes from now. Because Stewart now has kind of almost been on a downplay because he, you know, him and Reed took away his win there. He, he he took his own he took his own win away this past weekend by his own accident. So it's gonna mm-hmm. be kind of interesting interesting to see you know kind of where his heads at and stuff like that, especially where everybody else's heads are at. So. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I'm looking forward to Indy. I think it's going to be really good. Oh, yeah. One of the other things I'm looking forward to this weekend, though is a TSEC race, which is going on in Quiddicay, Texas. I'm trying to figure out how to spell that, because I won't be able to tell you correctly. Oh, um, yes. Yeah. Starts with a Q, ends in an E. That's about it. Um, West Texas. Um, but it's the Caprock Canyon Enduro, so we've got a restart format going on. So if anybody's looking for some fun, there's going to be a, a high plans, uh GP on Saturday in Quiddicay. And then the Enduro starting, I think, 9 a.m. on Sunday. So, please, come on out. It's going to be an awesome time. I think they've still got tons of rows open. It's going to be a lot of fun. So, I'll be there, 23A. Yeah,
1: try to get on his row. Make him feel special.
0: No, don't. Uh-huh. I want my friends on my row, not random people. Oh,
1: this friend, I couldn't exactly get a weed eater strapped on my mountain bike, so I will <laughs> not be <laughs> racing anything this weekend.
0: Oh, but you would look really cool. Get a be super
1: cool oh yeah I'll be out there on a Honda spree <laughs>
0: what up <laughs> it's my Honda cub bitches. <laughs> yeah. mm. this is how I do I put my off-road tires on
1: <laughs> yeah big nobbies no uh, supercross will be rolling back out this next weekend in Indianapolis there's we're past the halfway point now there are eight races left to go uh two more. Only two more left in the West series, but five more races in the east side for the lights. So
0: Yeah, it's gonna be cool, man. We get done with the we get five more in the east and then we get those two last with the west yeah. and then we hit Vegas for the shootout, so it's gonna be pretty cool. We got but we got eight more total um for the big boy, so it's yep. gonna be fun. Uh, Lots of time left. And then this week, obviously, we were talking about uh, Daytona. Daytona for the, the Saturday Do- Daytona Supercross started off Daytona Bike Week, and we all know that's pretty much beer, boobs, and bikes. I mean, that's how this week goes for people, not in any specific order, because it can change up at any any given point in time, especially when the camera's out or not. But what's coming up tomorrow? Because we're filming this on Monday night is the GNCC, uh down in Daytona, or up in you know outside
1: somewhere there. But... Yeah, somewhere
0: around about Daytona. And then we have the Alligator Enduro on Thursday. So we know David Knight's in town. We don't know if David Knight's doing both or not. Uh, Somebody caught him at the Supercross, and he said that he might be doing the GNCC, but he's definitely doing the Enduro. So I think it'd be really cool to see him do both. Uh, I know that there's a lot. That's very taxing on the body, a three-hour, you know, just fucking charge for GNCC and then the Alligator Enduro on Thursday. But... It would be really cool to see him do both.
1: I'd love to have him back in the States for all of the above. but yeah. you know, that's All the not, vegetables. Yeah. Hey, I don't care if they have coverage of him like in the U.S. cooking breakfast. I mean, David yeah. Knight's
0: awesome. I want to watch it. But, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Make me eggs. Yeah, he's
1: like, most awesome omelet I've ever seen. But it's one of those things where it, obviously not going to come around for this year. Hopefully they'll get something to get him back on this shore.
0: That'd be cool, man. Get this side of the pond. Yeah, yeah he's done that uh, he's done really well. He's won both of the British champion uh the Brit- the British Sprint races so far. And he's getting ready for the first Spain uh world enduro is coming up. So I think that's kinda of what he's getting ready for is because he's of the fact that up. yeah. In England they haven't had any dry time at all. So he's kinda of coming oh, over shocking. here, I think. Yeah, I know. They have rain there? Who have thump it. Oh my goodness. Ah, I here the food sucks too. Oh, no, man, the chips are good. I don't like fish, A so fish and chips, I'm kind of like, I have the chips, that's cool. Um, but it's good to see David Knight over here practicing, just because, as he was saying, it's just good to see the guy ride. I mean, the guy's an mm-hmm. animal. Yeah. But um, one of the other things about GNCC is that at the end of this week, when Daytona Bike Week is kind of almost officially over, but not really, Booth may still be hanging out, we may not know, yeah, pretty much coming next week, and it so still we'll will be, but... The GNCCs are going to be in Washington, Georgia. They're going to kind of head north a little bit and they're going to have some more southern racing going on. Probably probably still going to have just as much sand, but just a tad bit more pine trees and a little bit more mm-hmm. pine needles involved. But uh, we're going to have all the mentionables of when it comes down to, you know, we have all the top Enduro guys at the Alligator Enduro. A lot of those guys do the GNCCs as well. So it's kind of GNC tomorrow, GNC, or Enduro on Thursday, and then another GNCC this weekend. So. A lot of racing coming one week. Yeah, exactly. They're gonna be moving bikes. Are gonna be moving mechanics. Gonna be really, really moving. And yeah. I don't know. Gasoline's gonna be spent. So.
1: Yeah, lots of tired folks racing, and lots of to hopefully talk about next week.
0: Get your chocolate milk drink on.
1: Mm. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Enjoy it. Well, I mean, that's it. I think we've hit up episode nine pretty well. We've had a little bit to drink. You know, I've had more than him, but, you know, that's always pretty much the case. So, I... No, dude, just give it to me. Do it. Touch it. Yeah. I just want to say thank you, though, to Jason hmm. for putting up with me, sitting down next to me. That's always fun. And uh, thank you to you guys for paying attention. If you've made it this long, you're definitely better than my wife because I don't even think she has. So, thank you very much. And next time, maybe even this time, I hope you guys always enjoy A Pint Full of Awesome. Thank y'all. I'll see you.
1: Do this, Brutus.
0: Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to Seat Time. Did I set it off? (laughs) No, I I figured you'd Damn it! That's a fine way to to start
1: off the show. We can start it off with a blooper. Let's go. Hi there. Welcome to Seat Time. Check out my penis. Hi there. We like to play with our genitals. Genitals! (laughs) All right.
0: Right. Yeah, let's do it.